Hey everyone, welcome to episode 110 of the Lift Free and Diet Our Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Coates, and I've got uh, Steve Krebs here today, first time guest. I've known Steve since 2017 when I met him at the uh, at Luca Hosevar's Bigger Ground Fitness and Business Summit, and then again in 2021 at the same event. It's one of my favorite events. I've been pushing Luca to try to do it again, but I don't think it's going to happen live this year in person anyway. Uh, and these events have been just massively life-changing. When Steve obviously met me for the first time, I didn't know anybody there. I had no traction in the industry whatsoever. And uh, well, I mean, a lot's changed since then, so it's been kind of cool. But uh, Steve, a little bit about him. He's uh, been partners with Luca on a business mentorship and other projects. Uh, you just, I guess you got a book now. Sure. Yeah, man. Of Warrior Greens. I know you got a couple of podcasts, you speak at fitness <laughs> conferences, you spoke at Raise the Bar last year. Uh, you, you have your hands in a lot of business projects, and this is the sort of stuff that I like. So, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure I missed a bunch of stuff in all that. Yeah, I mean, number one, thanks for having me on, dude. Uh, number two, uh, congrats on your success. I know you're just feeling like you're just getting started in this, but man, that's it's a pretty meteoric rise in a few years. And, you know, for your listeners... I'm a I'm a guy that's from the middle of nowhere too, right? So there's we all have these when we talked about it before we started recording, right? We all have these self-limiting beliefs or the glass ceilings mm -hmm. we place in front of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think Andrew's a perfect example of what happens when you just keep showing up and you trust yourself to be yourself. So yeah, I uh I'm part owner in Yogurt Your Gym with Luca. Uh Luca and I used to run uh, the pack fitness business as well back in the day. And then we transitioned to this new program called Yo Grow Your Gym. Uh, I run a uh, my own coaching program called On Fire 90 and FU28. And then I have a book called I'm Here to Help, <laughs> co-owner of Warrior Greens. Um, I'm uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about, man. Like I, I come from a small little town in the middle of nowhere. If you asked anybody that I grew up with, if I was going to be successful, before I actually created it, I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest, right? They probably would have said, er, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I started out as a personal trainer, an athletic trainer. Uh, I started my first gym in 2007 called Next Level Athletic Performance in a town that was ranked top 10 worst places to own a business in Forbes magazine in 2012. <laughs> and so if I can do it, anybody can, there's nothing special about me. I'm just unwilling to, uh, to listen to people's doubts. There's a lot to play with here. So what are the what are my favorite things? Because again, I think you, me, Luca, and and there's other people who are kind of wired similarly. There's mm. there's definitely, and I respect the people who are good about their boundaries, right? That that's it. They they have they're very very selective in what they choose to put their energy into. But you've got your energy in a lot of stuff. But there still has to be a matrix by which you filter ideas through. So how do you choose where to focus your time and energy? And let's let's filter that through advice that will help the trainers who maybe look at a guy like Luca and think, shit, I need to be doing all that, which is a mistake. Mm. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. The make the main thing, the main thing always. I never let go of something until I had the next thing already built out and rolling. So I didn't sell my gym in 2000. It was 2016. So I almost put 10 full years in at my gym. Uh, Luke and I had built the pack fitness business. So we were consulting because we were doing really well in our gyms. And so 
I think number one is there's it's, it's so easy to get distracted right now because there's so many different things, especially in the fitness space. Do I do online? Do I do brick and mortar? Do I do hybrid? Do I, you know, do I want to go completely a different direction? And we all have these fantasies that the next business is going to be different. And I'm here to tell you, I'm running a bunch of different stuff. There, every business has problems and usually those problems come with us. So it's our own issues that we face, which is why some of my programs, like uh, one that I forgot to mention is Young Buck Success Academy, which is where I take, you know, guys from 35, 18 to 35, and we focus on the building blocks and the foundational pieces. So my, 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 my number one piece of advice here is don't look at a guy like Luca or myself and think that you have to be there tomorrow. Comparison is the thief of joy. Teddy Roosevelt said that, right? So just remember you're comparing yourself to somebody else's highlight reel. And most often you're not seeing the behind the scenes of what they've gone through to get there. So use it as inspiration, not, not a way to, uh, to create more self doubt. So one of the other things, Andrew is I partner a lot. So I have my own stuff. Every 28 on fire, 90 young bucks, all mine, but warrior greens, I have a business partner, Stefano, and we were originally partnered with Garrett with Wake Up Warrior, who I was the head coach for for a year and a half back in the day. He was our partner, and then we took over the whole thing. In Yogurt Gym, I have an amazing partner in Luca, who's let's be real, you know, he's he's still running multiple gyms. And in fitness, in my personal opinion, there's nobody better than Luca when it comes to his knowledge. And dude, here's the big piece of this: actually living it walking the talk. And that's my family. You know, Luca was there when I got engaged to my wife. Luca was there when I got married and no shit. Luca was there when I got the phone call that my dad passed away. It was him and I just alone in, in my, my house here in Miami. So, um, yeah, guys, relationships are everything. And so, you know, business is one part of your entire life. And so one of the big pieces here is before you go chasing all the rabbits, right? Because they say a wolf that ch chases two rabbits goes hungry. And a wolf that chases 10 rabbits <laughs> is chasing their tail, right? So I think I do have a decision-making filter to answer your question. And it lives right in my gut. My instincts are never wrong. And so what I know for sure is my mind likes to create problems, but my gut is like the compass. And so the more you take risks and the more you bet on yourself, the more you invest in yourself, the more you hire mentors that are going to help you get a little further down the sidewalk, your instincts will get stronger. And those instincts won't become stronger. It's just like going to the gym, right? I read your content, Andrew. It's great. And a lot of it obviously resonates with a lot of coaches and trainers. And I read that and we're, we are really saying a lot of the same stuff, which is, hey, this, this doesn't have to be rocket science. You have to love yourself enough to show up and do the reps and surround yourself with positive people and upgrade your peer group, right? I'm going to come around to the relationship to peer group stuff because like I got I got some questions in there. But what you just described is experience and the ability mm -hmm. to take your experience. Humans are pattern recognition machines. So your gut right. instinct is really just an enhanced experience skill at recognizing patterns and opportunities. And I mean, I'm going to like paraphrase the answer here. The answer here is gain experience. Uh, like it's the same thing as you said, it's make the main thing, the main thing mm -hmm. you will over time realize a, you have a lot of experience in the realm that is fitness with us. But I think also people develop 
things that they're most interested in. It's it's the stuff that I like to say we see through the matrix on. Mm. One of the things you're talking, you mentioned like my content. One of the things with media that I see through the matrix on is the way that things like social media and people and their interactions work. And I've used that to well build the platform because I actually find it enjoyable. There are other people that really don't enjoy social media or do it because mm-hmm. they feel like they have to. We have a lot of people. Andy McCloy. Andy has never cared about building social media, but what is he? A successful gym owner. Uh, he, you know, he's part of your guys' uh, really close inner circle, great human being. So it doesn't have to be that way. But again, I think this stuff, it really does come. And I know newer emerging coaches are tired of being told, hey, you have to put in your reps. You have to do the mm-hmm. work, especially when every once in a while you see someone go viral. I got a former mentee of mine, great guy. And he had 5,000 followers on Instagram. He's got a good sense of humor and he nailed reels. And now he's creeping up on 500,000 followers in the space of about four months. I've never seen anything like it. Amazing. That's probably not realistic or attainable for everybody else. And if you told me that I could have 500,000 followers tomorrow, fuck it. No way. Not in a million years. I spent three years growing from 3,000 and I'm on the doorstep of 100,000. And I've enjoyed the process and it's been at a pace that I've been able to manage. If I wake up tomorrow and there's 400,000 new people, I can't deal with that. I absolutely mm. cannot deal with that. And I can't do anything with it that would be valuable. A little bit here's of a what I'll say, not to cut you off, man, but here's what I'll say, guys. And this is, this is something that everybody should understand really quickly. Likes and followers don't always equal dollars. Mm-hmm. And so you could be chasing the wrong thing right now. Me? If I, I, I'm going to be real with you guys, I want buyers following me. I don't want followers. I want buyers to follow me. I want people that are going to actually invest in my programs that actually want to hear what I have to say. And I'll take a smaller following for a higher revenue or a higher impact. So as young trainers come up, as young business owners, entrepreneurs, or just people, listen, man, business owners are no better than employees. We got to, we just got to throw that out there. This is something that drives me nuts. <laughs> There's employees that will embarrass the shit out of me revenue wise. And they're very intelligent people. We all take our own path. So let's just have respect for each other inside of that. Right. Number two, you have to get clear on what you want. For me, my highest value is freedom. And there's an incredible book called The Values Factor by Dr. G- John D. Martini. Yeah, and that. he will walk you through. There's so many questions. Remember, questions are the steering wheel for the mind. A lot of what I do in my coaching, my higher level stuff is really asking a lot of questions to help people get clear, not giving answers. That's when I put on my consultant hat and I give answers and guidance. But a lot of times as a coach, specifically in what I do, helping people master emotional response, focus, attention, energy, and then we get into finances, right? Because a lot of times we put the cart in front of the horse. Um, Just remember, social media is a tool. And I started my gym when Facebook was around, but there was no Facebook ads. There was no Instagram. Yeah, I'm a dinosaur, whatever. Um, But we had to do things a little bit differently. So remember, there's a reason that these platforms call people users. The social dilemma kind of breaks that down, that Netflix documentary. So I want you to post and ghost. I want you to to be yourself. I want you to give yourself permission to just be 100% authentically, unapologetically you so that you can actually create a following or I would say just relationships with people that you would actually want to have a relationship with in real life. 
at the end of the day, that's step one, getting clear on what you actually want. And number two, what your highest values are. And then you can build your businesses around the lifestyle that you want to create. That's what I've done. I live in Miami nine months out of the year. I go back home to New York for a few months out of the year. We travel, we do what we want because I knew that that's what I wanted. And that's not me flexing on you guys. I'm just letting you know that I started out as a gym owner, personal trainer, and I've created this. So you can too. The fastest way to do that, the fastest way to accelerate any of this stuff, in my personal opinion, is to find a mentor that's done it. <laughs> find someone that's done it that you feel really drawn to. And I've had some amazing ones. I, I worked with Sam Bakhtiar before he passed away. Sam was one of my closest friends. He gave Luke and I our first shot on stage. Sam Bakhtiar gave us not only our first shot on stage, Sam Bakhtiar gave us his list and his connections when Luke and I launched what we called the fitness business mixtape back in the day. It was our first product. And that was because we hired Sam. We worked with Kevin Nations, who's also worked with Garrett White, Ryan Stuman, you know, the list that the, of people that he's worked with is insane. And then we worked with, I worked with Garrett inside of Wake Up Warrior. And now I work with Taylor Welch uh, inside of Modern Day Consultants. So there's just, I'm always hiring coaches. And Andrew, I'm sure you can back me up. Luca, when he was on, or if he comes on, he's going to tell you the same thing. <laughs> if you want to go faster, <laughs> if you want to go faster, hire somebody that knows the path. Yep. Hard stop. Yeah, Luca's been on several times, and I and I bring <laughs> Luca up early because my, like, Luca gets a lot of play on my media because mm -hmm. Luca is someone. I mean, we're all going to find the people that are kind of our spirit animal in terms sure. of what our energy. Like I'm a, you know, I like working a lot. I like being involved in a lot of different things, and Luca may be one of the best forward facing examples of that. Whereas, like, I love John Berardi and Brett Bartholomew. I think they're great guys. In fact, I think they're two of the smartest people and mm -hmm. they talk a lot about values the same way you did. But they're not my spirit animal because these guys are really locked down on, hey, here's family time. I have a very limited amount of stuff I do. And I actually think that's probably smart for most people. Me, I'm a little bit more wired like Luca is. So my audience probably knows Luca pretty well. So- mm -hmm. By creating that connection between you and them, they're going to go, okay, cool. This is maybe a little bit of a, a place to put you. And then therefore, they're going to probably dive into more of your stuff than what you do because you've got a very lengthy track record of success. So yeah, and I think me, I've probably been pretty good at taking things from watching and deconstructing what people do and recreating a lot of those paths and being able to build it. But I think most people can't do that. I think it's very time inefficient to do it. And I think the best way to do it efficiently is to find the, the mentor that resonates most closely with you. I'm very picky about people who I've had on the show who are business mentors. And yet I've had a number of them. Jonathan Goodman is a good friend. Jill Coleman was the very last episode. I think she's wonderful, especially for, especially for female fitness entrepreneurs. Nice. Um, I've had Luca on a lot. Uh, I really should bring Mark Fisher back. It's been a while. Mark yeah. is a wonderful human. Mark's great. And, there, and there's a small handful of other people that I just think do a great job. So, hey, you guys put out a lot of great information. And then if it resonates with someone, they're going to look at you and go, that's the person I actually want to work with. And I want to invest more. Don Saladino is another one, right? We were just talking off air. I'll be in Seattle at Luca's for Kelsey Heenan, Don Saladino, and Luca's event. And that's really just a, a mastermind, a one-day kind of business coaching event. Right? And they all have more about that. Um, I just 
ordered the book, The Values Factory, because it's been on my wish list. But the fact that you prompted me, I'm like, all right, it's top of the Amazing. list. Amazing. Yeah, I, every person should should order that specifically because you guys got to understand, as you level up, it's just like a video game. There's a new boss waiting for you at the end of every level. And so you by, you could go through these questions today and you, you could go through them again in 12 months and you're going to have different answers. Right. It's why I run my programs the way I run them. We run 90 day runs where we set targets across the board, five different targets in all areas. So there's a high level of accountability, full contact coaching, high impact accountability. Right. And then also leverage. So it's funny you asked me like, hey, when, when you're going through all this and you're doing all these businesses, right, the leverage point is how I'm able to do it now. Uh, Simon Sinisek had why, right? The, you know, know your why or whatever the fuck the name of the book is, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> everybody read that book and I agree with him. And so leverage comes down to, for me, there's a few w different ways to do this. And so we have to know what you want first. And that's why I'm challenging everybody listening is nine times out of 10, when I get on a call with someone about coaching for yoga or your gym, or whether it's my own stuff, it's like, well, I'm not really clear on what I want. Most people are actually very clear on what they want. They just won't give themselves permission to go attack it because the self-doubt of the, their own self-doubt plus the doubt of people surrounding them, it cripples us sometimes. And so what I think about in those situations is whenever I'm going after something bigger, more, I'm going after more based on my potential, not to acquire more things, to acquire more clout, to acquire more status. It's what's my highest value right? And how is that driving the leverage behind doing it? Warrior Greens, I, I wanted to own a supplement company. I wanted to build up a company. I wanted to partner with people I love. Yo, Greer Gym, Luke and I, this is where we started. I love helping gym owners and trainers and coaches bust through their self-limiting beliefs so they can actually create a life. My highest value, by the way, is freedom. My highest value is freedom all day long. So if you don't know what that is, it's like being in a relationship and not having your partner take the five love languages quiz. You're flying blind, man. <laughs> right? You're mate. You're you're just kind of. Most people love how they want to be loved, and that's why most relationships have problems. So, yeah, there's all these things. I'm mean, shit. We could probably do a day long course on this or uh, an event where we walk through these things. But for me, I would just I just want to like preface this or actually backtrack a little bit when we talk about doing all these different things is remember Lucas run a gym and that's his number one thing for 15 years now. I ran my gym for 10 years. Um, mm -hmm. Now consulting's my thing and I've been consulting since 2011. So it's it's just don't get sidetracked with, with, with the next popular thing. If you watch what Andrew's done, which is so cool to me is like, and I love words, man. So when you write, I'm like, here's a guy that, that loves words, obviously. And he's, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're cerebral and you're thinking through things. And I love that. People would probably say like, oh, well, that's not going to work. I love when people say that shit because I'm like my favorite mantra. And remember, reps are everything. So when you feel doubt, it's almost like riding a bicycle down a hill. You're going to feel stronger resistance. And that's just life. But my favorite mantra is watch me. I won't say the last two words that go behind that, but it's, you know, <laughs> mother beep, right? So yeah, it's watch me because my own self-doubt or someone else's self-doubt can be used as fuel. And usually it's a sign that you're pushing yourself, which scares the average person. If your family doesn't believe in your vision, it doesn't mean they don't love you. It usually just means that they're scared that you're going to fail. 
And ultimately, if you remember that, you won't <laughs> you won't get angry at them and it won't steal your thunder. So regardless, if you want one business, 10 businesses, no businesses, and you just want to work for somebody else, you want to be an independent contractor, you want to be a wingman, it really just has to boil down to what it is that you want and what do you want your life to look like? Because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you guys right now, this goes by fast. I'm going to be 44 this year. And 45 in March, right? So yeah, it's wild, right? And I feel like, you know, I talked to, I, I got a, I'm so lucky, man, or I guess fortunate, right? When I, when I was the head coach at Warrior, I got to coach Tony Robinson, his lead financial guy, um, you know, guys that were worth hundreds of millions of dollars that had their own private planes. And I'm not bragging. I'm, I, I, I was fortunate. I, now, granted, I bugged Garrett for six months. Six months, I called him, text him every single day. And I was just one of his students at the time. And I was like, dude, I'm going to be the head coach for you. And he's like, Steve, I love you, man. But no, you're not. This is a business program for married businessmen with children. And at the time, I wasn't married and I still don't have children. But I bugged him every single day. So let that be a lesson to everybody too. Don't listen. No means not right now. No doesn't mean no forever. It means not right now. But it's man, it's crazy. So I was just so fortunate to go back to what I was saying. It's so fortunate to coach these guys because what I got to see is this time goes by really fast. If you trade your relationships, your physical health or your mental health for success or money, you lose, you lose. You said a lot of stuff I want to grab onto it. And I'll start with this one. You were in a room, literally, with people who think differently. People who think differently about money. They think differently about life. They think differently about success. Absolutely. If you look at Jordan Syatt, meteoric. We want to talk meteoric success in the industry, meteoric success. He coached Gary Vaynerchuk for a while. You don't think that conversations with people like Tony Robbins, uh, you know, inner circle and Gary don't change the way that you think about these things and big picture stuff. You, I got really excited when you used the word status earlier, because this is something I've talked a lot about. I believe a lot of people in our industry have the wrong value. They don't think they crave status, but I've observed a lot of people and their guiding star is this irrepressible desire to get status. I've watched it a lot. And it means, well, if I get on the podcasts, if I get on the speaking circuit, then that will make me, I will be an A-lister. I've watched people desperately crave to be treated the way that they think guys like Luca get treated like. And it's the wrong lens to look at the world through. Status is a, we're wired to seek, perceive, measure status and treat people differently because of status. We should be very alert to that tendency because if that's what's driving you, you're going to have problems. Status for sure is a byproduct of doing a lot of other good things well. But I try to get fitness professionals for the love of God. Stop being transactional. Go read uh, What's In It For Them, Joe Polish's book. Really phenomenal book on this. <clears throat> it aligns with some stuff I, I've gotten a presentation. And I've witnessed a lot of people. They'll message me. I, I'm I'm hosting an event in um, in October, and I've got Luca and Don are two of my speakers, right? I got Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. I've got Muscle Doc Jordan Shallow, okay? and a number of other big names. And I got a lot of messages. And I think there's there's something to be said for ask for opportunity, sure. But I think you also need to be self aware. 
and put yourself in a position where when you're asking for something, someone is likely going to say yes. But I, I've gotten a lot of requests and they're framed as, hey, I've got great content or I've got this great story. Can I come on your podcast? Can I come be a speaker? And it's like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Nobody's interested in your pod, in your content or your story. They're interested in how you interact with them and the relationship you already have. And I know what this is. It's people who think that, well, if I get into this position, it's going to make me and then I'm going to get treated like I'm an A-lister because this is what I think it's like to be that. Re completely engineer it differently. Don't care about that shit. Show I, I had a conversation with Krista Scott Dixon recently. Uh, she's one of the architects of PN, wonderful person. And Krista said, it's about being of service. If you continue to show up and be of service to people, then things will happen. Luca, I don't believe ever has cared about status. I really, truly don't think he thinks that way. I'll, I'll say this. So let me, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to throw like a curveball at you. Sure. We all want status. Sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think if you, if it's your North star, if it's your guiding force, the universe is going to let you know on its own that it's not going to work. Right. And I think everybody needs to learn their lessons. Sometimes the hard way you're not wrong for trying to help people because you do care about the industry. But I will say this. We all want success and with success comes status. Yes. The car you drive, the clothes you wear, the place you live. It does. Mm -hmm. We we all want to say that it doesn't matter, but 100% it doesn't. But I also on the flip side, totally agree with what you're saying in that when you enter a social circle and you get the vibe off of someone that they're trying to quote, it feels like they're infiltrating as opposed to adding to the value. Yep. It's going to make things very difficult. So number one, I'll say this just from my point of view. You're yep. not wrong for wanting to be in the circle. Yep, that's true. You're mm -hmm. not wrong. And and we all want that. We're social creatures. We're primal. We're, you know, we're tribal. And so, of course, we we want to be recognized. Here's what I'll say about the, the, the next thing, though, is that you have to earn it. That's right. You have you have to earn it. And and earning it doesn't happen with a viral video. Earning it doesn't happen with one interaction. So I'm going to give you guys not just like give you the breakdown. I'm going to give you the trick right now. Here's how Luca and I have built the relationships we've built over the years, specifically when we just got started. Anytime we met, whether it was our mentor or someone we looked up to in the industry, we always sent them a handwritten thank you card. We, we would send them a personalized gift that they might have said something like, oh, man, I really love cars. Chris McCombs back in the day, we sent him a uh, like a drive an exotic car adventure experience. We just sent it to him. And so I, you don't have to go that crazy. But Luke and I in our prime in our early 30s were nuts. We were both crazy people. And so we just looked at relationship building, you know, how to win friends and influence people. It teaches you. And so, you know, the go giver mentality is another thing that, that we both live by. And so here's here's the guys. We're, we're, Number one, start locally and build yourself out locally, you know, town-wide, city-wide, county-wide, state-wide, nationwide, worldwide. That's how things work, right? If you are fortunate enough to hit, you know, the fast track and you, you move faster, awesome for you. I'm happy for you. But remember, comparison is the thief of joy. And that's where status lives a little bit is when you start going like, well, why does Andrew got all this clout? Or why does Luca have all this clout or all these followers? Well, I want that. Well, listen, then be willing to, to do what they've done for 10 years without stopping 
and build relationships the right way. Enter with a giving hand in mind. This could be local too, joint ventures in your local area, uh, the Chamber of Commerce. Guys, those are things that still work that are not related to social media or running traffic that you can do, rubbing elbows, meeting people, getting out. You want to become a better speaker? Go get into the Chamber of Commerce and then offer every single business, corporation, whoever, go in there and do public speaking. Mm -hmm. I'll give you guys a quick story on this. It's how I built Next Level. I went into the Chamber of Commerce I dressed like a businessman, not like a trainer. I shook everyone's hand. I went to like speed networking events and all these silly things. But it's how I started building relationship because I would go in and say this. Hey, I'm Steve Krebs. I own Next Level Athletic Performance. It's a transformation center where we help people feel better, look better, live better lives through the cascade effect of consequences. It affects their marriage positively, their work, everything. So there's my elevator pitch. It was already in prepared. Next thing. But let's not make this about me. Is there anything I could do to help you? Number one. Number two, hey, I would love to come in and give a lunch and learn on how your employees can have more energy, feel better, look better, whatever the spiel was. And so every month, my goal was to get minimum four, one a week, where I would go in and do public speaking for free. But then guess what I did? Free passes for everybody that was there to come into the gym. And then I also built out some corporate relationships. Now we're talking 2010, 11, guys. I had a corporate account that I that I landed off of that that paid me five grand a month in 2011 to go train people at a car dealership. Now there was they had like four or five of them. Think about five grand a month. That that's not something to laugh at. That's that can be life altering money if you use it correctly. Twice a week I went there, and I made that, and that lasted about two years. So all because I went to the chamber, all because I went and did lunch and learns. And listen, are there going to be times where you go in and you're not on your best? or you have like a weird experience there? Yes. 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 I could tell stories all day about this stuff, but we'll go Cliff Notes version and just say skin to skin contact is never going to go out of style. Now with the inception of AI and all these crazy things that we're seeing technology wise, skin to skin is going to be stronger than ever. So I know this with this conversation started about status, but getting your hands dirty and getting out there and doing those types of things, when you do get your shot and you do get a chance to be on stage, all of those reps is, are going to show. It's going to come out and you're going to have your coming out party and you're going to feel amazing because you did all those reps as opposed to, hey, I shot a viral video. I hired a mentor. I shot to the front of the line. They put me on stage and oh shit, I dropped the ball which is scary, right? So I just, listen, I love helping people win. That's why I, I titled my book, I'm Here to Help. That's how I feel about my life right now. I'm going to be 44. Um, I, my, my focus right now is impact and you know, seeing what I'm capable of based on my potential. So there's nothing wrong with wanting more. There's nothing wrong with wanting people to think that you're special. It's just what when it be will become a problem for you, and that's all I'm going to warn you is when it will become a problem is when you burn bridges or ruin your opportunity to build relationships because, like what Andrew said, you've created a transactional relationship. And since Andrew can see now inside the inner circles of the fitness space or the industry, that turns people off. Now, here's what I'll say: one more thing, and then I know Andrew's got some questions, but <laughs> guys. Here's here's how I check myself ego-wise really quickly. You guys ready for this? Nobody outside of this industry knows who any of these people are. 
99.9% if you went on the street and said, hey, do you know so-and-so? They'd be like, I have no idea who that is. We're not talking about The Rock, okay? No offense. So this goes this this goes both ways. This also goes for people that have created a position in any industry, and then they start thinking who they are. If anybody blows you off, if anybody you know big leagues you, that's someone that you really don't want to be connected to anyway. And so to me, it's that's why I always surrounded myself with people that would whoop my ass in every aspect of business all the time. When I, when I went through all the fitness masterminds, I went to Kevin Nation's mastermind because in there was all the best consultants on planet Earth. When I went through that, I went to Warrior because I knew that in Warrior, you had the most power, some of the most powerful businessmen on planet Earth. And I felt like a guppy there. A guppy. I was not a big fish. I wasn't even a fish, man. I was like cry, climbing out of the primordial ooze <laughs> surrounded by sharks. So I just want you guys to understand that's like where you're at right now doesn't matter. The habits and the decisions you're making consistently right now are what matter to move you towards where you want to go. The relationships that you're building in the right way right now and then consistently showing up for these people are what is going to dictate your level of success, status in the industry, being put on stage. And remember, if you hit up me, or Luca or Andrew, and you're like, man, listen, I here's how you guys can do this. Dude, I love your content. It's amazing. It's really powerful for me. If there's anything I can do to ever add value, hey, I would love that. I understand I'm not ready to be on the podcast, but man, I would anything I can do. You guys got to remember, I've, I didn't mention this. So I bugged Garrett for six months to become the coach. Finally, he was like, dude, fine. Come volunteer and we'll see how it goes. For six months, I flew from, I was still living in New York at the time. I flew from New York to Laguna Beach. This is 2015. Okay. I flew out there six times in six months. I paid for my own hotel, my own food. And then I volunteered. Warrior Week at the time was four days. 16 to 17 hour days. I was the gopher. Anything they needed, I did. Now, now keep in mind, guys, I had a successful gym. Luke and I were doing... Seven figures in the pack, fitness business consulting. I'm not saying that to impress anybody. I was taught from a young age, you treat the same way the person that owns the building, the same way the person that cleans the floors. And there's no job too big. There's no job too small. My dad owned a body shop until the day he passed away. He was a blue collar guy, worked his rear end off. So if you can adopt that mentality, that blue collar mentality, that blue collar work ethic, and you get excited about what you're doing and you hit people like Andrew up and just say like, man, I absolutely love your posts. If you know, start sharing their stuff, start commenting, sharing, show up at events. That's what Andrew did. 2017, Vigor Ground Summit. I'm not sure if we're going to have one this year or not, but we've talked about it. So I don't want to tease that or blow, <laughs> but it, it may happen. But yeah, I'm sorry I hijacked the whole conversation there, Andrew, but I just wanted to get that out of my head, man, because I feel like it's so important. This is this makes for the best stuff. And I want to piggyback again, because I teach, I got a presentation that I'm going to do at Raise the Bar. <clears throat> That's going to be awesome. on building a brand worthy of following. That's pretty much the title or close to it. Mm. And it's not about vanity metrics of or, or status thinking about if anything it's to get away from that thinking but it's to go what you said one of the ways that we can help more people is to create leverage i love that word i love how naval Ravikant talks about it in the book the almanac incredible yeah great book because 
we all talk about wanting to help people. If we can scale our brands, our impact, our ability to change lives, and part of that is through the, the businesses, the media, the resources, and social media can be a part of that. You look at someone like a Jordan Syed or a Lane Norton who have very large followers. They are able to penetrate more into the mainstream. Like you said, no one's recognizing them on the, on the street, funny enough. But Norton is now on Rogan, Huberman, on with Peter Atia. He was just on with Ed Milet. You don't think that's actually making a difference? Of course it is. Lane is another good example of someone who's just relentless in that. And yeah, Lane craves success. That's absolutely true. But all these people, the status they've achieved is a byproduct of all the other things they've done. So, How many years, right? How many years like, of dedication with those guys? 20, 30, right? I mean, it's that, that, that I think that's the secret sauce that nobody like wants that we just, some people, I, I wouldn't say some people, I think at times we all don't want to admit that that's what it is. Cause we want, we want to hit the fast forward button, but like the movie click with Adam Sandler, you fast forward everything, man, you've lost life. So one thing that I really like to teach and I hammer on is, we all look for the finish line a lot, right? It's like, oh, if I get these many followers, if I get this number amount of revenue, that's when I'll feel better. No, mm. <laughs> no, mm. no. We're going to move the goalpost on ourselves every single time. Trust me on this. No matter how much money I make, I want more. I'm insatiable. I'm insatiable with it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Why? Because the more money I make, the more people I can help. And the more money I make is in direct correlation with how many people I am currently helping. And so in fitness, what I've seen, Andrew, a lot of times is a lot of coaches, trainers, they, they have a really messed up relationship with money. And so they have trouble growing their business, their brand, their following, their revenue, because deep down, they feel like they don't deserve it. They're not worthy of the money. And if you have a really strange relationship with money and you've heard things like must be nice and money doesn't grow on trees and only rich people get to do X, Y, and Z, you're going to subconsciously find reasons not to go above and beyond to make shit happen. Go ahead. I was going to say, I like pointing out something when, whenever a guest is great at this. So I've seen you, I've seen you speak three times. Steve is among the better public speakers I've seen. And I know it's a practice thing. Some of you have invested time and effort into you guys always talk about doing things like improv as mm -hmm. in addition to going to the chamber of commerce. Yeah. But pay attention to how Steve continuously uses my name and brings it back to me. Jade Tata is one of the best of the best I've had on the podcast at this stuff. And there's a reason why you're getting in rooms and making these kind of impressions is because the very nature that you approach people with, you can tell you make it about the other person. I just wanted to bring attention to that for anybody listening. It's a, it's a skill. It can be learned. I think there's an innate element to it, but I think it can be learned. Um, that I just needed to say that there was something else I had and it slipped, but I'll just it's okay. if you have more thoughts and I'll grab it. I, I agree with you, man. Like, so the reason I do that guys, like this is practice improv. I'm telling you right now, everybody should do improv. If you want to be better at coaching, speaking, going off the top of the dome. Now, naturally I was a heavy kid growing up, so I had to be funny. I had to be quick on my feet. I had to have comebacks because everybody had the same insult ready for me. Right. And it gave me a really good understanding of what, what goes through people's heads? It's why I got into fitness. I was heavy. I played football. I was almost 300 pounds at one point, And then I lost it all, got in shape. And so that's part of it. I was always watching In Living Color, Chappelle Show, all these things, skit shows. I love all of it. Went to improv in, uh, in uh, LA at Second City and did uh, level one and two there. I highly suggest that you guys go do this. 
Trust me on this. No matter how shy you are or how uh, you know resistant you are to it, it will make you a better speaker because you have to go off the top of my head. It's one of my favorite things that I play with my nieces and nephews. We play a game called interview. And so these are my, my youngest nephew. Now he's, you know, he's not even a year old yet, but with the older ones, four and up. Every time I walk in the room, they're like, Uncle Steve, let's play interview. And so interview is just a simple game that you play inside of improv, but you have to think on your feet and you have to be creative. Number one. Number two, Andrew and I are having a conversation. And so if I make this the Steve Krebs show, that's my podcast, just saying. Um, <laughs> but if I make this all about me, number one, there's no connection anymore, right? Now Andrew and I are having a conversation. I'm just talking about myself. And you guys have all been in conversations like that where you're kind of in the back of your mind rolling your eyes like, here we go. This this person's just here to talk about themselves. So I, I love that, Andrew. I like that you point this out to your audience because I'm the magician that likes to share his tricks as well, right? When I'm on stage, there's a cadence that I use. There is a callbacks from stage all the time because I want the audience engaged. I rarely use slides. I'm definitely not using more than like three or four. And I learned this all from Garrett because he's one of the most powerful speakers on planet earth. And that's why I became his wingman for a year and a half, because I, there's a rub there that happens when you get around people like that, that are operating on such a high frequency and wavelength. And if your eyes are open and you don't let your ego get involved, you will grow exponentially in a really short amount of time. So yeah, I love that you brought it up, dude, because it is so important for people to know that like you guys have listening to this, you have more potential and more skills than you're giving yourself credit for. Now, the other ones where you feel weak, yes, keep working on those. But I'm a big proponent of, you shouldn't be great, like good at everything. You should be fucking incredible at a few things and then partner or hire where you're weak because you only have so much time in the world. And I was going to, we don't have enough time to do a really deep dive into it, but you've sure. already talked a lot about the nature of the relationships in your world. So maybe a mm. more succinct version of just how valuable and important and focused are you on the quality of the relationships around you? It's the most important thing for me by far. By far, I'll tell you guys this, the most important thing. One of the the other things that I do right now is a guy that I coached in Warriors. His name is Nick Long. He runs a company called Meritage Partners. And what Meritage does is they help companies raise capital or exit for multiples of what their EBITDA is. Now, if you don't know what EBITDA is, go look it up. It's great to know his business, right? As a business owner or somebody that wants to learn about business. But my point is this. If I wasn't in Warrior and didn't build a relationship with Nick, I wouldn't have this opportunity. This opportunity is monstrous for me. It could dwarf anything that I've ever done in my career just by having that relationship. My relationship with Garrett led to him partnering up with us with Warrior Greens and then him saying, listen, I don't have time to promote this as much. You guys can ha just have the whole company. 100% take it. Why? Because my relationship is there. Luca and I, we met in a mastermind just like we run back in the day. We became fast friends and our relationship budded into a partnership. And here's what's crazy behind the scenes. I've heard some really scary nightmare stories about partnerships. Luke and I have never argued about money, not once. If we have an issue with each other, we address it in a civil manner. We love each other, even though we've always been a little bit competitive with each other, but it pushes what we're doing so much. 
I'm that dude's biggest cheerleader on planet fucking earth. I love him to pieces. My wife, my relationship with my wife, it's a driving force behind why I do what I do. My relationship with my mother, my sisters, my brother, my nieces, my nephews, it's everything. And so when people say, I don't know what my purpose is, I look at them like they have 17 heads on their neck because you're not seeing the obvious answer. It's not status. It's not more money. The money is a dry, like becomes the driver to taking care of those people, to helping them have experiences, to making sure that you, at the end of the day, when you lay your head on the pillow every night, that you don't have regrets or stress or worries because you've done everything in your power to make sure that those relationships are on point. So Andrew is an analytical guy. So I'm going to break this down into systems. I have a system for this, right? We have um, with On Fire 90, the program we run, we have a system where you have an evening a morning routine and an evening routine. Part of the morning routine is always asking the question, who am I going to reach out to today? Who's, who's someone that I could buy a gift for or shoot a text to, show gratitude to or for? And that there's always an answer there. There's someone that you have to reach out to all the time and they're always relationships. And so if you reach out to somebody that's helped you or you just call your mom or your dad, if they're still alive, like trust me on this, I lost my dad in 2020 and it was very sudden. There's no going back. You can't call that person anymore. You can't hug that person again. And it's the it's final unless you believe in an afterlife. And that's fine. I'm not here to debate any of that stuff. But in this lifetime, I'll never get to talk to my dad again. And so making sure that those relationships are right. And even if you have a problem with someone in your family or a significant other or brother, sister, whoever, squash it, be the bigger person, be the, be the one to eat the shit, right? So I'm just going to say relationships really quick, read Crucial Conversations, great book. If you're in a, a serious relationship, take the five love languages quiz and please apply it. If you want to develop better relationships with employees, teammates, uh, take the Kobe A index test. Have everyone take that test. Trust me on this. It's a, it's like a personality test. We did it in Warrior. I had all my people do it. Bree took it. And you just start to see where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, where you need to put more time into yourself, into the other person. So it's data that actually drives healthier relationships, healthier behaviors inside of relationships. And then the last thing I'll say on this, you cannot have healthy relationships with other people unless you really handle your own shit. Loving What Is by Byron Katie is by far the greatest book, in my personal opinion, ever. And I would say audiobook. So you can hear this beautiful gem of a woman walk people through the work. It's one of the things that we've built some of the, the forms that we use inside of my coaching. We use it inside a warrior as well to really challenge the stories that you have, the narratives that you're running, the negative self-beliefs, the bad experiences, the trauma. So you have loving what is, if you combine that book with unfuck your brain by Faith G. Harper, you will unlock and unleash a version of yourself that you probably didn't know possible because we all go through traumatic shit in our lives. And most of us just don't address it because we compare our trauma to somebody else's and say, well, at least I'm not as bad as so-and-so. So I don't have a right to be upset. That is horseshit. Your feelings matter and your, your beliefs are usually a derivative of your consistent right thoughts, feelings, moods, emotions that you hold on to. And so one of the big things that we work on inside of all my stuff is that exactly your energy, your focus, your stories, right? Your, your emotional response, all of these things, because when you handle those, you would be amazed at what you can create relationship wise, which then helps you create success across the board. I want people to be happier more often, not just create more money.
Loving What Is, <clears throat> amazing book. I got that one from Ferrugia. I'm going to throw one more in the stack that complements these well. I got it from Andy McCloy. The Four Agreements. Yep. In particular, the part about just don't take shit personally. You learn to do that, my God, you're going to let a lot of stress go. Steve, where can people find you to dive more into your stuff? Absolutely. So Coach Steve Krebs on Instagram. You can go to fu28, onfire90.com um, for my programs. Uh, yogoryourgym.com to work with Luke and I individually in our mentorship this year. That's all we're focusing on inside of Yoga Your Gym. That's for gym owners or coaches and trainers who want to own a gym or run a business on their own. Uh, we don't really teach online stuff because it's not what we're best at. So if you're looking for that, if you have questions, you can hit me up. We'll point you in the right direction. Um, coachsteve.com slash book is where you can get the book. Um, it's also the place where people can go and that's where kind of like my main hub will be in the next one to two months. Um, I know it's a lot of different places, but hey, I just want, if anything, I, I don't want to impress anyone. I want to impress upon you that you can achieve whatever it is that you want. I know it sounds cliche and corny, but the truth of the matter is doubt is placed inside of your own mind and by other people in your life to show you that you're headed in the right direction. It is the fastest and hottest burning fuel on planet earth. And if you pair that up with dedication, discipline, and commitment, not inspiration, you will be surprised. You look back in 10 years, man, you do the same thing with money. You automate your money. You have discipline with your money. You're going to look back and be like, holy shit, man. I'm really glad I listened to Andrew's podcast that day because I put a bunch of shit in, into play and you'll, you'll never be upset that you invested your money intelligently. You'll never be upset that you invested your time and your energy with your family intelligently. But on the flip side, if you don't, if you blow your money, if you waste your time, you're going to have a lot of regrets in life. So get clear on what you want. Find leverage on that thing. Get your highest values in order. Hire mentors that are going to help you get there faster. And then understand that it's going to take a lot longer than you think. So be impatient with your daily actions, but be patient with the result. If you really like, and if, if Steve's messaging and ideas really resonate with you, go check out the Steve Krebs show. That's where you're going to get a lot more of the stuff. And if you are someone who's interested in more of the online stuff, I'll plug Luca's event, the one he's doing with Don Saladino with Kelsey Heenan. I'm going to be there just hanging out. Uh, it's called Becoming a Super Coach. Shoot me a message. I will get you the links and the details on it. This is smaller. It's I hate the term high ticket, but it's it, yeah, requires, it's, it, a little is. Bit, it, it requires a little bit more of an investment, but serious people will check it out. Ask me about it. Everybody listening, guys, thank you. I appreciate you tuning in. If you're finding me through Steve's media, you know what? Scroll through. Luke has made several appearances. Go to those next. You'll love them. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thanks.